Welcome back to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are on season four of The O.C. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Every new episode we do in the season, it's just like, oh, that much closer to the end. I'm going to be so sad. I know. Oh, but yes, season four, episode two, The Gringos. Mm-hmm. We had our first episode... Flash forward after Marissa died. No one's really yeah. handling it well. <sighs> no, everyone's handling it handling it very poorly, in fact. <laughs> oh, so we start with Ryan packing because mm-hmm. you know, like Julie gave him that file on Volchek. And he's gonna yep. go find Volchek. Yes, he is. Of course he is. <sighs> of course, like He's, like, on the phone with Julie, and she's just like, do you need anything, like, money, blah, 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 because mm-hmm. she's, like, fronting this entire operation. Ugh. Julie Cooper. <laughs> oh, and then Seth is... <laughs> At first, I thought he was trying oh. to leave Summer a message again. So did I. <laughs> but he's actually on the phone with, like, the Providence slash somewhere in Rhode Island <laughs> airport. Yeah. Oh, because, like, she just, like, up and left yeah, and left I him. Was, I, <laughs> yeah. That's totally what I thought. He was, I thought I was like, oh, he's leaving a message for Summer. And then there's something about, like, well, can you page the captain? And I was yes. like, wait a minute. Is he on the phone with the airport? <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. So, of course, I'm assuming they hang up on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd be like, who is this guy? Yeah. I'm not talking to him anymore. But then, um, a very... So then he picks up... <laughs> like, two, like, a super 2006 moment where he picks up the house phone. <laughs> okay, so this is my question, though. So he was clearly on his cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. So then why is he picking up the house phone? I have no idea. Why wouldn't he just... Whatever next call he needed to make, why wouldn't he do that on his cell phone? I know. I had that question as well. There were a couple well. moments in here where I was like, this is old. <laughs> this is definitely one of them. Anyway, yeah, he used to be able to pick up a landline and overhear the conversation that was happening on the other phones. Yeah, that line. and same time, so Ryan is on the, like, house phone number in the pool house instead of on his mm-hmm. cell phone. So, like, mistakes were made I know, that's here. that's also weird. Yeah. I mean, unless, like, did Julie call him? But even then, why wouldn't she call his cell She would phone? never call the house, especially right. with, like, these weird like, dealings. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, literally anyone else. Yeah. So. I have questions about this that I actually didn't have until just right now <laughs> as we're talking through it. <laughs> Either way, Seth over here is them talking about Volchuk. Mm-hmm. So Seth is going to go intercept him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, goes in, like, classic Seth Ryan fashion. He makes some sort of joke mm-hmm. about, like, oh, it's 6 a.m. You going on your paper route? Like, what's happening? And Ryan's all, like, <laughs> evasive, being like, I'm going to the gym. He's like, oh, cool. Can you take me to the comic book shop? Oh, it's the other direction. <sighs> so, yeah, then Seth finally just comes out with it. <laughs> yeah. You found Voltec. Why aren't you calling the police? Yeah. 
Seth yeah. leaves some sort of like secret and note. Just like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Hilarious. I can't wait till we get to that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, he just like gets in the car with Ryan and he's like, nope, we're going. Like, if you're going, I'm going. Oh, yeah. Man. Which Ryan should have realized was going to happen when he ran into Seth. Right? Yeah. Okay, also he makes this comment about how he needs chiclets. Uh, I did some research. Would you like to know? Yeah, I would. Because <laughs> I was like, wait, are chiclets from Mexico? Well, that's what it was. Like, it was such a snappy thing, and then it immediately cut to the theme song that I was like, yes. wait, what? Uh, yes. I know. <laughs> so, it's the, like, I guess like the origin of gum, kind of? Or at least. Okay chiclets at the very least so the aztec word that i cannot pronounce nor say nor will i uh is close to chiclet uh but so like way back when really there was like some kind of like you know the sticky sap that they found on a tree and started chewing aka like the first gum so it like right they don't actually i don't think chiclets exist anymore uh but yes like it's actually and i think they were like made in mexico and everything so yeah it actually is it actually was like a bang on hilarious perfect reference throwing it way back to like the Aztecs and pre-Columbian chewing gum that is actually fascinating yeah also now I want chiclets right (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's been ages since I've had chiclets yeah (laughs) and like it's such a thing right like hockey like spitting chiclets right like but yeah it was just such a reference that i was like i need to google this right <laughs> so i like fell down the hole of chiclet google amazing i love it <laughs> but then we end up at brown yes <laughs> um che is giving some speech about like i don't know mother earth i kind of just tune him out when he talks i'm not gonna lie 100 percent. yeah <laughs> But he sees Summer, and Summer's like, what's going on here? And basically, <laughs> I guess the administration of the university is going to cut down this old tree, and mm-hmm. they're trying to save the tree. Yeah. So uh, they have a plan. <laughs> they're going to have a sit-in and, like, I think a petition. Yeah. Again, I kind of wasn't paying attention to what he was saying. But, like, he gives her this really long hug. Oh, and it's just weird because he was talking about like having like how she's like an eagle and asking her if she if she's been having like flying dreams, and I'm like, I can't. Yeah, he's like the worst kind of. I don't know. Pretentious, quote unquote, enlightened white dude. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) it. Enlightened white dude. Yeah, but enlightened in quotation marks, like. (laughs) The quotes, the quotations need to be there. <laughs> really, he's just a pretentious douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> but aside from that, I was just looking at the the setting and I was like, oh man, New England in the fall. Like I know. That is where my vibe is at right now. That is what I want. I know. Get me out of this hellfire season. Yep. Yeah. 
up. But then, so then Summer goes back to the dorm, and she has like twelve messages from Seth. Except Taylor's in her bed. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just just Taylor Townsend in her bed. Which I have questions about how she got into this room. But I don't know. She's Taylor. She probably just That was exactly it. Like fully yeah. just like chalking it up to Taylor Townsend being Taylor Townsend. Right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's in her bed wearing this like tiny little nuggy. <laughs> Uh, um, and she's going on about something happened in France and she knows Summer would understand but then Shay ends up interrupting them oh yeah because he's like going on about the tree again yeah <laughs> well but then like Taylor calls Summer out on like having hairy legs and like janky toenails oh, yes, right Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But then Summer totally bails on her and goes with Jay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, Summer. I give her a pass because she is so depressed. Yes. Oh, man. But meanwhile, back in Newport, Mm -hmm. uh, Julie is in with the Dean of Discipline trying to get, like, a signal on her cell trying to make sure she's getting a signal on her cell phone while the dean is going on about like all the trouble that Caitlin has been getting into and like missing classes and like she already has like 13 truancies or like yeah all kinds of like and like projects that she hasn't done and she's been hitting on one of the teachers and like yeah (laughs) yeah basically yeah Caitlin Cooper is living up to her boarding school reputation absolutely yeah (laughs) <laughs> so the dean's like asking how things are at home and julie's like oh yeah they're good it's good <laughs> uh so then this woman is like no i want you to to do this clothing drive together yeah to what is it they're raising i can't i was confused about originally i thought that they were doing a clothing clothing drive to like sell the clothes and raise money for the refugees. I mean, that would have made sense. But were sense. they giving the clothes to the refugees? Because Caitlin makes a good point later on. <laughs> yeah. Because, th- like, they've done that before where they've had, like, the, like, quote-unquote yard sale where they, like, sold right. the stuff off to then donate the money. Right. But then, like, this definitely, as things progress anyway with things that happen, it definitely seemed like they were actually just collecting clothes to give to the Sudanese refugees. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. guess they were like going against their usual <laughs> Newport ways, and like fully like on Caitlin's side. Like, yes, they need clothes, but probably not in like rich like said, California Yeah, <laughs> what are they going to do with that in like Right. Don't worry, I have these really nice high heels in Sudan. I'm good. Mm. I mean, even if I guess they were elsewhere, like wherever they ended up, like. Well, but like if they're refugees, presumably they're in like a refugee camp. Yeah, what are they gonna do with freaking Manolos? Or any high heels for that matter. Yeah. 
Like, give them some more practical clothing, please. And it's literally been so long. Like, I don't even remember what happened in Darfur. Like, because at this point, 15 years later, don't quite so much, so much has happened since then that I'm just like, every other country's on fire and like bad things are happening. Yeah, I do remember it was very bad. Yeah. Um, but I also definitely mixing it up in my head with Rwanda. Oh, yes. Because I think I know more about Rwanda and I'm like, it's not that one. Correct. Yep. But I do remember that happening. Mm -hmm. Like I remember all of that. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of moments in this episode where I was like, oh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, then it turns into like Julie saying, like, oh, well, like Caitlin's in like the top three percentage of her, like, blah, blah, whatever. And she's like, yeah, well, she's yeah. just wasting her potential. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why then Julie and Caitlin have to do the clothing drive together. <laughs> yep. So then we get to, <laughs> I think, possibly my favorite yes. scene of the episode. <laughs> So as Seth and Ryan were leaving, yeah. Seth leaves this little note on like the table in the front hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Sandy and Kirsten are looking at it and it says, angry Nudfo chocolate love. Sandy's <laughs> <laughs> like, huh? And Kirsten's like, yeah, that's what I said. Like, what is, what does this mean? And Sandy's like, oh, it's probably just like a band or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. They're like trying to decipher it. And then Seth ends up calling them. Yeah. And it's like, did you find my note? And they're like, yes. But he's like, okay. He's like, goes like launches straight into something about Volchuk. And they're like, hold on, wait, what? <laughs> and Seth's like, I left you a note. I wrote it in code so that Ryan couldn't decipher it. But also, like... So apparently, this is an anagram, except that he had to add extra letters in. But when was Ryan going to see the note? Ryan walked out first, and then he wrote the note, and then they both left. Right. Right. (laughs) So anyway, it is meant to be an anagram for Ryan found Volchuk. (laughs) 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 Which is truly hilarious. Yeah. Especially, too, because, like, they're on the phone with him, and Sandy's like, this was not clear at all. No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, man. I loved it. Yeah. Actually, I loved Sandy and Kirsten in this whole episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Either way, Seth gives them the whole rundown about how Ryan found Volchuk and they're in Mexico. This mm-hmm. is funny too though because Kirsten's like, please say they're still like here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when uh, Seth is like, we're in Mexico and Sandy's like, oh God. <laughs> Kirsten's like, they're not here, are they? <laughs> <laughs> so Sandy wants to talk to Ryan and Seth's like, no. Yeah. He's not going to talk to you. Like, that's not happening. Um, so he says he'll, I guess he says he'll call them back later. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But either way, 
Seth makes up some excuse to Ryan about how he's leaving a message for Summer, but Ryan knows Seth well enough that he's like, well, what did you say to Sandy? And he takes the cell phone and, like, chucks it across the parking lot. Well, and he, he definitely had, like, an anger behind him that is oh, yeah. actually yeah. rarely seen. Like, there's, yeah. like, brooding, angry Ryan, but, like, this was different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, the thing is, like, you see Ryan angry, but it's almost never directed at Seth. Yeah. Like hmm. this. Hmm. Like, he's very serious about how angry he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he just, like, promises, like, he's not gonna kill Volchak, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then we get an extremely weird scene. Mm. So Caitlin's in her room with mm-hmm. the twins. Yeah. Who have names, but I don't remember them. So they're just henceforth going to be the twins. Yeah. Um, and one of them is shaving the other one's chest. Which like and then obviously like it does turn into like this like awkward conversation about like how like it's kind of gay to do that and like their dad's gay, but like Caitlin's yeah, mom is slutty. There were a lot of little um, yeah. like moments where they were like weird little gay jokes, and I was like, "Oh god, the show is old, isn't it?" But also, like, the actual weirdest part was just like, or even that they're brothers. Yeah, like it. W- it wasn't even like gay. It was like incestuous. Like that they were shaving each well, they... other's chest, like for water, like and for like water polo. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, why are you shaving each other's chest? And, like, in a weird way, too. Because it's not even, like, he was in front of him shaving his chest. He's, like, behind him. Yeah, it was totally, like, to get the camera angle so they could get both of their faces. But he had his, like, he was, like, wrapped around him, like, some sort of weird, like, ghost pottery moment. Like, no. No, no. (laughs) Right. That's what made it weird. The thing weird is not that there are two guys. The thing that's weird (laughs) is that they are twin brothers. Yes. Anyway, the whole thing. They make a, you know, jab about how Julie slept with Luke and (laughs) then Julie walks in. And to be fair, it's like, what are they doing? Like, what is happening here? What is this strangeness in my house? (laughs) <laughs> uh. but then she um basically talks to caitlin about they're doing this clothing drive together because she needs to stay out of trouble and like stop hitting on mr castle <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, there's also a really funny moment when she's talking to the dean, and the dean mentions that, and Julie makes like, some comment about, like, oh, she probably just thought he was a student. Isn't he really short? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Julie. Um. Oh, then Kirsten's packing up. Oh, yeah, e- that's Everyone's right. leather jackets? <laughs> everyone's leather jackets. One of them is Ryan's which apparently he gave her permission to give away. The other one is Sandy's, yeah. which he did not give her permission no. <laughs> to give away. Uh, 
Um, Kirsten, I think, is basically doing this because she's worried and she's mm-hmm. trying to keep herself busy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just kind of have a little, like, back and forth about that. And yeah. She, like, takes the box to go to the cooling drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then... And then Seth and Ryan check into a sketchy motel. Yes. That looks even sketchier than the one they stayed at when they were in TJ that time. <laughs> yeah. Um, or the one where they. Where was the other one where the car broke down and they had to like stay at one? That was on their way to TJ. That was on the way to TJ. I can not remember if it was that. Yeah, one. I think they were still one. in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, they're there. It's super sketchy. And Ryan yeah, obviously Seth, ditches. Yeah, Seth. Seth goes to use the bathroom and Ryan like dips. <laughs> Yeah. I know. So, of course, he shows up at the bar where Volchuk allegedly works. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you see this guy from behind, and you're like, there he is. And he goes to follow him. But then the bartender is like, dude, you can't go back there. Yeah. Also, Volchuk doesn't work here. I fired him. (laughs) Which tracks. Yeah. So, (laughs) and then you see that same guy from the front, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's not him. Um, But then, so they have this whole conversation about how he doesn't know where Volchuk is, but then you can see that this waitress who worked there Mm. is listening, and she clearly knows, even though, like, he asks her, like, do you know where he is? And she says no, but, like, you could tell. Yeah. She's a liar. Totally. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, then we switch back over to Brown, where Taylor is still in Summer's room, (laughs) and her roommate comes home. Yes, because Summer actually has a roommate. <laughs> right, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and she has this, like, weird collage. It's not even a collage, really. It's like a like a pin board of, <laughs> like, like, Polaroids of these dudes uh-huh. that she has had sexual encounters with. Of some form or another, yes. One of them is her boyfriend. The others are just randos. <laughs> yeah, because it's some kind of like sociology experiment or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something about how women are socially conditioned to think that other women are sluts for sleeping around or something like yeah. that. But the point uh, of it is that Taylor is noticing that at least this girl has pictures up of humans, mm-hmm. but yes, whereas Summer really has nothing. Nothing. No. Of her old life at all. No pictures of her friends. No. She says something about, like, her boyfriend, and her the roommate's like, boyfriend? You mean Che? Ah. Yeah, and Taylor's like, what? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Gross. I mean, ugh, just, ugh, I can't, I can't. It's Honestly, it's really just because, I mean, partially Chris Pratt in the outfit that he wears, but also just oh, anyone God. in that outfit... I cannot. I cannot. I have such a visceral reaction against (gasps) his whole entire character. Like, I'm just like, no. (laughs) Oh, it's just... It's so 2006 hippie granola, whatever. I can't with that that pullover thing that totally has a name because it's like that pullover that's from someone like... And everyone who like went on a trip to Mexico or whatever like got it and like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah. But speaking of Mexico, <laughs> Seth goes into a bar. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh my God, this is hilarious. He does not find Ryan nor Volchek, but he does find a bunch of drunk Marines. He does. He really does. And like, as we'll like kind of talk about later, just even more to like lean right. into the times. The main oh one God. who does the talking is Stevo. Yeah. Which, like, at first, I actually couldn't place him. Well, because why would you ever have to place Steve-O? Right. But I was like, I know this guy. Who is this guy? And as soon as I looked it up, I was like, oh, it's Steve-O. Yeah. From... And then I was like, wait, do people still know who Steve-O is? I don't... I mean, he's definitely been in stuff, like, continuously throughout all of, like, you know, time. But right. I feel like he's usually just playing himself. Right? But, like, he was one of, like, the original, like, jackass yeah. people. But then I was like, is jackass still a thing? Like, I just don't know. I mean, like, the last jackass movie was, like, I feel like 2010 or something. Oh, okay. So a while ago. Yeah. But, yeah, like. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Things, um, things you completely forgot about. Right. That was basically it. I saw his name and I was like, oh my god, I forgot he existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also because, like, I never watched Jackass. No. So, like, yeah. Um, either way, he gets, like, roped into having shots with these guys. Mm-hmm. Even though he's supposed to be looking for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and steve doing this really intense, like, yelling enthusiastically yeah. thing well and just in a like we're gonna have a drink and then we're gonna find your buddy because like no man left behind like yeah super yeah. super marine like we got this yeah <laughs> oh, oh man which just keeps going on later so well yeah pretty funny so then we get uh caitlin and julie yeah. at clothing drive and Caitlin's trying to get out of it by saying she has to study. And Julie's like, you're going to make up a reason why you can't be here. At least make up one that's believable. <laughs> um, and then, of course, Kirsten shows up with her box of clothes. Yes. And ends up telling Julie about how the boys have gone to Mexico without telling them. And, and Julie's like, oh, Seth went? Kirsten's and you can like, tell, like, oh, like the panic on her face. Yeah. And then she tries to, like, cover it up. Yeah. But ends up just going on about donkey shows. <laughs> uh, well, and she, like... And she... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, then she goes to, like, presumably call Ryan. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, yeah, like, she she definitely tries to get a hold of him, but, like, you know, like nothing yeah he doesn't nothing goes through but like both caitlin and kirsten are like what the heck Mm -hmm. yeah and they're like watching her while she's like making this phone call being Mm -hmm. like what is going on and then caitlin asks kirsten what a donkey show is and kirsten's like i think that's a question for your mother yes and also at this point because we're in 2021 this is uh, that's google go ahead um, um, yeah, we're not explaining a donkey show. You can Google that. Not from a shared computer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Be careful with searching for that one. Yeah. Maybe go incognito mode. 
<sighs> and then we end up back at Brown at the yeah. tree protest. And Taylor's yeah. calling Summer out. Mm-hmm. And like, She's like, what is going on with you and Jay? Why haven't you talked to Seth? Like, Yeah, like, you need to talk to Seth. Like, he'll understand. He'll mm-hmm. understand. Because, uh, yeah, her best friend just right. died. Like, Yeah. And it's not like Marissa was nobody to Seth. Like, it's obviously yeah. she wasn't the same as it wasn't the same as she was to Ryan or Summer, but like like they were technically in the same family for a while. Yes. Like, you know, they were close. They were next door neighbors for ages. Like they were friends and Well, like technically I like I think on paper they would still be family because like Julie right. and Caleb didn't actually get divorced. Right. He just died. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, she just like refuses to call Seth and like not having it. Well, but then Taylor calls him <laughs> from her phone. Except because Ryan threw his phone away. Yeah. <laughs> um some random guy answers it, speaking Spanish because he's clearly Mexican. So Taylor just starts speaking to him in Spanish because apparently she speaks every language. Of course. I mean, if she can speak like, Korean, she, so far? she better yeah. speak Spanish because, like, growing up in California, like, she would have absolutely learned Spanish. Right. But yeah, so Spanish, French, and Korean, for sure. Spanish, French. And wasn't there a scene where she was talking to um, either her housekeeper or, I don't know if it would have been, like, like a nanny-type situation in a language that was not any of those three languages? Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so anyway, Taylor can speak a lot of languages. Yes. Um, we have a very brief scene where Seth is still drinking with these Marines. Oh my god. <laughs> and then we have a hilarious scene where Sandy and Kirsten are laying in bed, like trying to fall asleep. Yeah. And Sandy's, like, trying to convince her and himself, like, we're doing the right thing by trusting them. Like, we can't, we couldn't stop them from going. They're adults. They'll call us, like, it's going to be fine. And he's like, I'm going to Mexico. (laughs) Kirsten's like, I'm going with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I loved the two of them in this episode because you get part of that, like, some of that early OC Sandy Kirsten dynamic. Yeah, like the Cohen parents that everyone wanted. Yeah. The co like the married couple that everyone wanted to be. Yeah. Like the funny, cheeky, but like going after the kids and like gonna yeah. get them and like yeah. Like team Kirsten and Sandy. Yes. Love it. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> um, oh yeah, then we go back to where Seth is. <laughs> And he's asking the same bartender <laughs> that Ryan talked to if he's seen Ryan. And you yeah. can see he has a bandage where he's gotten a tattoo. He is also wearing a Marine's Semperfy t-shirt. Yep. So things have happened. Things have happened. There's probably been a lot of tequila. Yep. Um, but anyway, this same waitress overhears their conversation. 
And so when Seth leaves, she follows him out um, because she overhears Seth saying that Volchek killed a girl. Yeah. Um, or like killed Ryan's girlfriend. And she was like, is that true? And Seth says yes. And then she's like, well, I know where he is. Yeah. And then we get more Kirsten and Sandy. They're in Mexico now, looking cute. But they they can't get a hold of their children. They like they both got their like sunglasses on and they come out with like their coffee from like a Mexican coffee shop. Yeah. I love them. I love it. Yeah. And they're like making their little jokes and like Kirsten says, you know, she took two semesters of Spanish, so, like, she gets to lead the way. Yep. They're very cute. They're gonna go find them. Yeah. There's, like, a little brief moment where Kirsten's like, how long can we keep rescuing them when they're in trouble? And Sandy's like, I don't know, but we're gonna rescue them now. Like, Yeah, like, it's our job. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. I love them. (laughs) Um, Okay, this was another scene where I was like, wait, What? Because Seth is in this back in their room. He's calling down to the front desk asking mm-hmm. if they've seen Ryan. Yeah. And he says, I'm in the room without <laughs> windows. As he sits on the floor beneath what appears to be a window. Yeah. It has blinds covering it, but it's still a window. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is a funny little joke because then there's like a little back and forth where he's like, oh, I mean, obviously you can't hear the other side of the phone conversation. Yeah. He's like, how many rooms do you have without windows? And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know, because like that was, I think that was in the like goofs list, you know, because it's like clearly he's under windows. So I don't know if that was just chalked up to like, you know, him being meant for to be, you know, like, oh, he's drunk and doesn't know, or if it was just fully on, like, no one was paying attention. <laughs> no one was paying attention to the fact that there was sunlight coming through the window behind him. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, yes, yeah, so we flip back over to Brown. Taylor is still in Summer's room. And she's like, she managed to get an espresso machine, so she's making espresso, and she's still talking yeah. to the Mexican guy on yes. Seth's cell phone. Yeah. Because he's, he's having like, problems. He's, yeah, he's going through something. So she's helping him out. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Taylor is going back to Newport. Yeah. Um, because, because she said mm-hmm. she came to Summer for help, and then she realized mm-hmm. that Summer needs more help than her. Yeah. <sighs> I know. This is great, though. I love this when she says um, not to throw everything she has away. Um, throw everything. Throw it. Oh, my God. I cannot talk right now. Don't throw away what you have with Seth. For And she says some guy who read Siddhartha and did a couple of um, outward bound courses. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes, Taylor, drag him. Well, then she also, like... Uh mentions like it's cool like fine whatever you can have your like julia butterfly hill phase and yeah i'm just like oh my god i totally forgot about julia butterfly hill yeah <laughs> to those who don't know uh she lived in like a california redwood tree for two over just over two years yeah it's something um, like that, right? yeah it was 
um, like 730 something days uh, to prevent like a lumber company from Mm -hmm. logging the the redwoods. Like people I've completely forgot about. Right? There were so like literally so many moments in this where I was like, this is a throwback episode, man. And there's like, like, and like, she's like mentioned in like tons of songs, like in different, like, you know, TV things, this and that. Like it was like this huge thing Mm -hmm. 20 plus years ago. Yeah, it was 97 to 99. So yeah, Summer ends up being like, you know, you have the wrong idea about Che. Like he's just my friend. This Mm -hmm. is not a love triangle. Yeah. And Taylor's like, well, whatever is happening here, mm-hmm. you're at the very least using all of your save the earth stuff to hide from Seth. Yeah. And they kind of like get into a bit of a fight where Summer's like, well, what are you doing here avoiding your own things? Mm-hmm. Like, um, so then as Taylor's leaving, she's like, yes, I was to France and I got married and now I have to get divorced from my French husband. <laughs> Leaves it at that. And you're like, what? And then she she goes like you one think? way, she goes one way out too, and then like Summer like snaps something back at her, and then you see her like go the other way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah. Um. So Brian comes back to the room while Seth is cleaning his teeth <laughs> with his finger because he doesn't have a toothbrush. Yeah. Well, because he did not pack to go to Mexico. No. He did not. He does make a comment that he couldn't find Ryan's toothbrush, though, because he was totally going to take his toothbrush. So gross. Gross. Um. But Ryan just kind of makes a comment about how, like, he couldn't find Volchek, and then... Yeah. Yeah. Seth kind of calls him out on the whole, like, trust me, whatever thing. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and he's also like, what are you going to do if you can't find him? Like, you're just going to stay here forever? And, like. But then. Seth tells him that he knows and gives him a piece of paper with an address. Yep. Well, and at first he's, like, not going to. He's, like, promise me you won't do anything. Yeah. But then Ryan gets, like, kind of up in his face about it. Very much up in his face. Yep. It's just, like, this is, like, a different kind of, like, angry Ryan, and it's just, like, yeah, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, then we flip over to Julie, who's watching America's Dumbest Cops or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, oh, man. Those shows. Yeah. And Caitlin comes in and is like, are you okay? Like, you've been here for 18 hours. I know, and she's just like, no, I'm fine. And, like, her face is just, like, stone glazed over. Yeah, well, she ends up saying the world is an amoral toilet bowl and one day we'll all be flushed. And Caitlin's Ooh. like, gee, thanks for the pep talk, Mom. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, and Caitlin basically, you know, says something about how she's living her life. And some of us are still alive, and she's going to go to a clothing drive. And you're like, oof. 
And that's just it. Like, all the times that, like, Kaylin's, like, snotty and whatever, like, last episode and this episode, mm-hmm. she has a couple of moments to, like, when she was talking to Kirsten, Kirsten, you know, and she kind of like looked at her mom, mm-hmm. like you could tell she had this actual like look of worry, or oh, when yeah, Julie was gonna like drive, it. and then like this, it's just like, oh no, she actually does like, yeah, she actually is like concerned. Yeah, she's actually, um, I find her far less annoying so far this season than I did in the last season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, then we flip back to. <laughs> Ryan, who pulled a lead pipe out from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what he was packing when he was <laughs> yeah, planning to go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ryan Atwood in the bar with a lead pipe. <laughs> um... Anyway, he's going after Volchek, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, and then he puts on these sunglasses, which I'm like, okay, like a disguise, except that as soon as he goes into the bar, he has to take them off. So I was like, what's the point of the sunglasses? I know. I've never seen him wear sunglasses before. I know. So you get this scene where, like, Ryan comes up to the door. Yeah. And he knocks on it. And then you see Volchek in a, in a room drinking, like, straight from a bottle of tequila or something. Mm-hmm. He's like looking at the door and he grabs a knife off the table as he goes to answer it. Yeah. And then you flip back to Ryan who kicks the door in to an empty room. To an empty room. What? I mean, I kind of saw this coming. I was like, there's no way Seth gave him the actual address. Um, so Ryan's in this empty room and then you flip over to Seth at Volchuk's door. Yeah. And he basically lets him know that Ryan's in town. Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell Ryan where he actually was. And Volchuk's like, why are you looking out for me? Except it's like, I'm not looking out for you. I'm looking out for Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He... <laughs> I don't want him to ruin his life by murdering you. <laughs> like. Yep. Yep. Um, but then Seth, Seth has like this like moment where I was like, man, you're a better person than I am. Because he's saying that he should turn himself in and let Sandy help him because he knows he didn't mean to kill Marissa. Like, that was not yeah, intentional. And that's totally it, right? Like, it definitely wasn't. And it's but like... true. Like, but he's just extending more sympathy to Volchuk than I ever could. Yeah. I blame it on him yeah. being really hungover and, like, not having all of his faculties. I mean, potentially. <laughs> yeah. So then, of course, Sandy and Kirsten show up to where Ryan is. Yes. Because Seth has set him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, Sandy's all like, we're still a family. Like, you know, he says things will never be the same. Like, he knows that because they can't ever be the same. Yeah. Like, and he even says, like, you know, like, we all miss her. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then Seth rolls up and tells him that Volchek's gone. Yep. And the look that Ryan gives Seth. Ugh, right? Like. I know. Of all the times and all the things, like, they've, this has never happened with them. Nope. And it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, it's really awful. 
I'm really worried about the next episode because like they need to. Oh, I know. Get they back need together, to <laughs> like real fast, real fast. I know. I know. All oh. the other couples can like have their issues. Oh, Ryan, Marissa, Summers, whatever. But like, Ryan and Seth, right? Reth, Rith. What is what would their cyan, um, whatever their. <laughs> I feel like whatever their Brangelina name would be. They yeah. need to get it back together. They do. Um, but then we end up back in the, oh, we're at, uh, we're back in Providence. Yeah. At the airport. At the airport. Yeah. Taylor's waiting for her plane. She hasn't gone through security yet though. No. So yeah. Summer has come to find her mm-hmm. and apologize. Uh, and Taylor immediately is like, oh my God, I'm sorry too. I don't want to fight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. And Summer says, like, you were right about the whole thing with Seth. Like, mm-hmm. I have been avoiding him. Oh. Yeah. But then we learn then that she, yeah. <laughs> she's married to some sort of, like, super fancy French guy. And she has, like, a yeah. title now. And Ethan Hawke was at the rehearsal dinner because, like, yeah. the husband had translated one of his novels or something, something. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? So funny. <laughs> yep. But they make up. Mm-hmm. It's great. Taylor says they'll see each other at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we head back over to Harbor, where Caitlin is at the clothing drive with the twins, who have found the leather jackets. Yeah. <laughs> and they're clearly up to something. Because mm-hmm. Julie shows up and is all like, oh, you know, like what you said, it really like struck a nerve. So I'm here. Let's yeah. do this. And Caitlin's all, oh, no, we're just bringing some clothes to the local shelter. We've got it handled. Mm-hmm. And then the Dean of Discipline pulls Julie aside and is like, so <laughs> this is also really funny. <laughs> like, Amy Bennett said she found, like, I don't know, something about some clothes she donated at a used clothing store. And he, she, Julie's like, Amy Bennett buys used clothes? <laughs> And the dean's just like, not the point. (laughs) Well, but also, not only is that not the point, but like, no, no. Someone has been selling, like stealing the clothes from the drive and selling them. Yep. And Julie's like, what? (laughs) Because obviously it's Caitlin. Yeah, it immediately cuts to her and she's like, oh, man. Yeah, she's like, oh, but. Yeah. Oh, and then we get this really sad mm. scene. I can't. Back at Brown. So Summer's sitting at her desk mm. and she's trying to write a letter to Seth. Mm-hmm. But she keeps throwing out these drafts. Like she keeps ripping up the paper and crumpling it up and throwing it on the floor. Yeah. And you sort of get like her, I guess, internal monologue basically. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what she's writing yeah. or trying to write. And she ends up saying something like, I still love you, but I just can't. And yeah. she's just, like, basically draped over her desk. And you're like, damn, this girl is so depressed. Yeah. And, like, I don't yeah. know what... I mean, like, I know, like, 
large scale what happens, but like, how do we get there? I what don't has know. to happen? I want Summer I'm to feel better. Miss her and like, she's just so sad right now. Yeah. And I feel so bad for her. Cause she has like no one where she is really. Nope. None of these people know her. And she's purposely not letting any of them. Yeah. And then we get two car rides home yep. from Mexico. Yep. Seth and Sandy in one car. Mm-hmm. Kirsten and Ryan in the other. Yep. Sandy is like really happy, you know. He's like, you know what, Seth? Like, you probably like you probably saved Ryan's life today, and like yep. starts making jokes about the tattoo because it. <laughs> It's oh my a, god! It's a picture of Little Miss Vixen, except it says like yeah. Senorita Vixen. Senorita. <laughs> and apparently, like the Marine got the same tattoo, and like yeah, <laughs> Sandy isn't mad about that at all. <laughs> I know it's hilarious. I mean, I guess he figures he's an adult, so whatever. Like, yeah. I just get your ill-advised tattoo. Yeah, but but then in the car with Kirsten and Ryan. I love a good Kirsten Ryan moment. Oh, and like Ryan, of course, is not saying anything. He is no, he's pissed. angry. Yeah, and Kirsten, or maybe it was Kirsten who said that like Ryan's life was saved or whatever. But like she said, you know, like when Sandy brought you home, like this was my nightmare that like something was going to happen, and like you yeah, that you so- would drag Seth into something and something would happen to him. And of course, Ryan right away is like, I know, like, this is blah, blah, like, whatever. And she's like, no, like, my only nightmare now is that I have to worry about two children. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I know. Right, like, dear Ryan, you are part of this family. Yeah, like, they love you. They're not going anywhere. Like, they're not going anywhere. You, know? you always have a home there. You're always welcome there. Literally on paper, you are still their child, whether you're an adult or not. Like, it's not like all of a sudden, like, the adoption just, like, undoes. Like. <sighs> right. You are their family. I know. <sighs> and then Che comes. Ugh. So then we flip back to Brown where Summer has made wheatgrass soup. I have questions. I don't because I don't want to know. No, I don't think so. I just thought you made like, like a smoothie kind of, or like, you know, like, like a. You do like, like a a shot. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Like a juice, not a soup. (laughs) I was like, ew, what? (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, she's all, like, fired up to save the tree, which is obviously just her finding mm-hmm. something to do with herself um, to distract herself yeah. from the fact that she is mega depressed. Yes. Um, but Che tells her, no, they did it. It's fine. They saved the tree. Everything's good. <sighs> and then... So I'm like, oh. <sighs> Some kind of comment about, like, why shouldn't we be sleeping out there all the time? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, blah, blah, appreciate Mother Nature all the time. So they mm-hmm. freaking go out to the tree to sleep yep. out under the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, like, lays down with, like, his 
head in her lap, and he's all like, I can learn so much from you, Summer. And in I'm like, her go away. Lap. In her lap. Get out of there. Like, oh, yeah. Unimpressed. Unimpressed. Um, oh, yeah. Then we get uh, another moment with uh, Sandy and Seth because Sandy's wondering how Ryan found Fulchuk in the first place. Yeah. Because he's like, that would have taken a private investigator and that would have required money. And of course, he knows there's really only one person mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> yep. So he knows it's Julie. Yeah. Um, so then we get Julie and Caitlin back at the, ha- at the house. Mm-hmm. And this is when Caitlin says the whole thing about like, whole thing is a crock anyway like these refugees don't need the latest um paul frank t-shirt which like there's another yeah another thing that dates this episode (laughs) Uh, oh and then also also then she goes on to say i did research on the web and i was like is that how people used to talk yeah on the web (laughs) yeah because i would because like I mean, Google existed at that point, but not in the way that, like, anyone would have said Google as, like, a verb or an action. Right. Like, you wouldn't be, like, she's, like, she's not going to say, oh, I Googled it. No, she's going to no. say, I did research on the web. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, I'm sorry, when was the last time you referred to the internet or anything online as the web? Right? <sighs> Anyway, her research is all made up. She's like, they have everything they need, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, you made that up, didn't you? Yeah. She did. She did, in fact. But Julie basically is just like, listen, if we're going to keep this family together, I need your help because I can't do this when you're like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Caitlin sort of makes a comment about, you don't really think Dr. Roberts is because he's at a conference in Seattle, and she's like, you don't really think he's there by himself, do you? And Julie's like, no. (laughs) So Julie's already on to him. She just has bigger problems, so she hasn't really been concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have a cute little moment where, like, you know, maybe they're going to have ice cream together, but then, of course, she gets a phone call. Yeah. And she has to go. And then, after Julie leaves, Caitlin yeah. starts peeling off layers of clothing. <laughs> yeah, she did. She jacked, like... Stolen. Oh, like, so many. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna say she's wearing, like, six layers of clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. And then Julie goes to the Yacht Club. Yep. To meet Sandy. And Sandy's mad. He's real pissed. Yeah. And basically just, like, threatens her. Yeah. Well, because he he says, you know, you sent Ryan there to murder this guy. Like, I could have you arrested. That is absolutely an accessory to murder. Or, like, conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah. Um... I mean, Julie does also call him out. She's like, you won't, because then Ryan would be arrested, too. Yep. But Sandy's also like, what on earth are you thinking? Yeah. 
Which, I mean, the answer is she's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw her in the last episode. She's clearly not, like, yeah. handling everything well, so. Yeah. Well, because, like, and then he gets mad at her and says, like, you know, like, you sent my kids. Mm-hmm. Or, no, he does say our kids. You know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 And she's just like, at least you still have all of yours or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. <sighs> Oh, and then oh. <sighs> Kirsten, Seth are in the kitchen talking, and Seth's basically like, "Did Brian say anything about me in the car?" Like, basically, how mad is he? Mm-hmm. And Kirsten's like, "No, no, it's fine." No, it's not. No, it's not because Seth goes out to the pool house to go see him. And Ryan just looks at him through the window and then shuts the blinds. Like, locks the door and shuts the blinds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so bad. It's so bad. And that's where our episode ends. I know. <sighs> Did you Sadness. have a. I know. Did you have a most annoying? I mean, it's Che. He's so right. It's just always going to be Che. It's just always going to be Che. How much more Che do we have to deal with? I don't know. I actually think it's a fair amount. I know. I think so too. Yeah. Ugh. I know. (laughs) Agreed. But like everyone else, if he wasn't in this show at all, like pretty much no one else is a runner-up. Yeah. You know, like, they all have their little things, but for the most part, like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, it would, like, almost maybe be Ryan just because he's being stupid, but, like, he's being stupid, not annoying. Right. And also, like, I kind of, you know, get it a little. Yeah. I mean, I don't really get it because I don't think I would go out and murder somebody. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's still grieving. Okay. Grief does weird yeah. things to people. Also, Jay is in nine episodes. Is he? And not even, like, back-to-back. Like, it goes all the way to episode 12, because there's, like, a few that are skipped. Ugh. Right. Anyway. Yeah, and, like, even Caitlin, like, you know, she's kind of doing her bratty Caitlin thing, but honestly, I kind of just find it entertaining now. Yeah, yeah, it was not annoying in any way. No, it's just just kind of funny. (laughs) kind of really enjoy her right now (laughs) oh man did you have i don't think there's really any like super cali moments just no i didn't i didn't notice anything either um did you have a sethism there was there was a lot of like good like little quips and conversations Mm -hmm. but i i had the perfect i need chiclets simply because it was such a random yeah. thing. Like, all the times that, like, you know, in the other episodes where you needed, like, a thermos of Kool-Aid and blah, like, so it was such a randomly yeah. specific thing that then required me to Google stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I just really liked that. <laughs> yeah. I really liked that one. That was also what I had. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we already talked a little bit about Steve-O. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dean of Discipline. Yes. Tia Carrera. Yeah. Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? 
uh, it was fully like one of those I was like wait what yeah oh, right I know. this is when I mean not that she's like not relevant but I mean she's not really relevant right now no. um and I was just like oh my god it's Tia Carrere <laughs> yeah and like she's definitely like been in stuff this whole time oh for sure yeah yeah but like I mean a lot of people will know her from Relic Hunter which also is like oh, oh my god yeah. Yep. I feel like Relic Hunter would have been even before this, maybe. Yes, definitely before this. It was 99 to 2002. Oh, my God. Oh, man. But, yeah, fully, like, she was Wayne's World. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cassandra Wong. Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. So that was good. That was a nice little yeah. highlight throwback. Definitely. I know so many things in this episode that And like Summer's roommate is definitely yeah. like in episodes and stuff like that. She's in seven episodes of Gilmore Girls? Yeah, so she's um yeah. it's one of the later seasons, if not the last season. Um her name is Olivia. When Kristen Ritter is on it. Oh, she's yeah, the so other like the one. Two girls, she's the other girl. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I know it took me a while to figure it out. I was like, "Wait, who?" And then I was like, "Oh, right, the two new girls that yeah. Rory becomes friends with." Right. Yeah. So that's who she is on that. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, did you have a song of the episode? I mean, I feel like it has to be that Band of Horses song because it's played a couple times and it's all, you know. Yeah. The end, the end is not near. Well, because the whole time, like, yeah. as soon as it started playing, I was like, I didn't know the song, but I was like, this band, like, I could I could hear that it was familiar. Like, the right. singer's voice, I was like, I know who this is. And it was just like, mm-hmm. I think I did end up, like, looking it up still at the end because, like, I just kept listening and being like, I know, like, this, this is something, this is someone, yeah, yeah. what is this? But yeah, Band of Horses. Yep. Yeah, because nothing else was really notable. No. I think a lot of the rest of it is, like, the music that's playing in the background of the bars that they're in in Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. And, yeah, that's where we end. And, like, what happens next? I don't know. Next is Thanksgiving, though. I know. Yeah. Episode three. It's called The Cold Turkey. So... I'm interested yeah. to see how they're going to do a, a interesting little punny. Maybe yeah. Che is not in this episode because it's Thanksgiving. So presumably Summer is home in Newport. Yeah, I think he's not in this one, but I think it is the last Volchek episode. Maybe. Fingers is crossed. it? I think so. That'd be good. All right. Yeah. yeah, I would like that to be done. Mm-hmm. So that Ryan can, you know, let it go. Well, because like... I don't know if you know, but, like, he ends up with someone for a while, maybe to the end, and, like, that has to happen, so, like, we gotta get going here. Right. Stuff has to... <laughs> Other things have to start yeah. happening. I'm yeah. sorry, Marissa, no, but, like, sure. we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Well, and, like, <laughs> you know, at this point, we only have 14 episodes left, so it's not a lot. I know! Oh, my God. And, like, literally so Although, many you know, they jam a lot into their episodes. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's enough for, like, two full arcs. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Join us next week and we'll spend the holiday together. Yeah. <laughs>